Yeah, Dustin Vinyl. What's up? Welcome back, everybody. That's my main man, Mr. Anthony Kaffer, doing the theme song on the acoustic today. Very cool. Very on brand. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's a nice guitar, man. Thanks. This is a Gretsch. Somebody give a- you that one? No, I, this one was more, the, it's more expensive than most of my guitars usually are, but it's it's got a Bigsby yeah. Miami bar on an acoustic. Wow. What do you, you do, break into Guitar Center? Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they close <laughs> at night, I, I was hiding in the bathroom. It's genius. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that as an episode in, for Comedy Hub. Jay would, Jay would be like, oh, we're just like trying to steal stuff out of the guitars. And like, that's our, it's a sketch, man. It's a yeah, sketch. It's a, we'll we're give filming. It back. We're filming. It's we'll a give prank. It back. Yeah. We'll give it back. It'd be hilarious to get away with it. We just do two to three years as far as sketch. It'd be great. Can we do podcasts from prison? I mean, I don't, I don't think, uh, maybe if you could do it on the phone, maybe you could have somebody visit you and then just kind of record it on the other end. You know? Yeah. Do that Hard to get blast. a record player in a cell though. We don't play music anyway. What are you talking about? Oh, you mean to, to, listen, to listen to the, the album? I mean, you know, you just have to go off of our vast knowledge of our past. <laughs> that was an, I'm sure there's some, I'm sure there's like eight records. And I mean, you said Shawshank Redemption. They had an album, right? They had that he's playing opera. Remember that? Oh, okay. I don't know if I've ever seen the whole thing. Oh, all the way stop, I can't with you, dude. <laughs> I can't with you. You call yourself I, a man, a, a real clips. live man. Come on. I've dude. never called myself that to be That's fair. True. That's true. <laughs> we, we've never called you that, but you are a man. You're a real man. You like man stuff. I mean, not like that, but you know what I mean? Um, it's, uh, it's a great movie. I'm, I'm going to bring in our next kid because I know he loves the movie. He seems like yeah. a kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I want to um, hear about it. We'll bring in uh, the uh, the other host because Jeff is, you know, telling us he's busy, uh, you know, 15 times a day. And so he couldn't he couldn't make this show, but he's available for the other show, which is, you know, kind of fun. Uh, but we love Jeff. But we, uh, but we this show wouldn't be anything without our uh, music wizard, Mr. Adam Holtz, everybody. <laughs> Like that music hey, hey. wizard? Oh yeah, you like that music, music wizard. wizard. That's what I called you. It's a like pinball wizard. Like you That's what I was thinking right music, away. <laughs> music with your eyes closed, that'd be good. You just know the band. You're like right. a sh- you're like a natural like a re- like a human Shazam. That's what you right. <laughs> That's why you're the music wizard. You know, it's funny. Last week, Anthony was like, "Yeah, I try to get albums that you guys don't know," and I'd be like, "Yeah, Adam knows most of them." Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, didn't, I didn't know Anthony's last week, though. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, sometimes he'll stump, and then most, but most of the time, you know, Adam will come in like Adam will be like, "Yeah, I'm going to see him Thursday," and he'll be yeah. like, <laughs> or he'll be like, "I saw them in college, and I got yeah. blackout yeah. drunk." Right, exactly. <laughs> I met the band and hung out with them. <laughs> That's right. Adam's my ringer to keep right. keep, keep uh, Anthony in check you know you gotta keep him <laughs> he's not cooler than everybody just most of us just most of us uh good we don't uh jeff's not here which uh you know always feels like the you know the, the substitute teachers in town and we could just we could be wild on the show uh, he'll be uh visiting us via video or something i think god last week was brutal man he was just like yeah. uh so funny he was just like so complimentary of my album but yet not complimentary of me break the ground with this one Dustin. <laughs> he listens like, to the geez. same shit all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on here it was so funny uh it's funny funny dude Ah, been crazy today. The in-laws are coming in. Uh, so, uh, you know, just trying to get everything ready for that. I had to wash the car. I had to go. You have to wash the car for them? Yeah. Wash the car. You don't do stuff like that for, uh, that's, you know. No. Have you met the parents of your wife? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, how'd that go? After you're married or before? Uh, well, I haven't met her dad, actually, because he lives in Hawaii. But, uh, okay. I met her mom and her stepdad and all that. We we did a couple of holidays with them before. Oh, okay. Um, did they like your rock and roll ways, or were they kind of <laughs> like this guy needs a haircut, or what kind what kind of kind of situation was that? I mean, they didn't. T- I'm sure that they, if I w- were their kid, they'd be like, "When are you going to go back to school?" But uh, <laughs> you know, they're nice about it to me. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, it's funny. My in-laws are you know, they're music heads and they're they're potters, they're artists. So it's like they're just, I mean, you know, I could I pretty much scored on that one. Yeah, they're like they're like, oh, we know what it's like to be broke, you know. So, <laughs> so they, you know, we we exchange vinyl too. They buy me vinyl for Christmas. I buy them vinyl and stuff. So oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Nice. Um, it was just like Jeff though. He, uh, uh, Leah's dad had a, um, extensive vinyl collection and then just like a lot of people did, man. Got rid of it. They got, they they got all, kept all the CDs and got rid of so many vinyl. But, uh, you know, now CDs are worthless. Yep. Although making a comeback though. They, uh, yeah, they really, I hope they uh, improve the um, jewel case technology. That was, <laughs> that was one thing. Every freaking CD had a broken jewel case. It was the worst. The only ones that were cool yeah. were the ones that were like, you know, card stock or whatever. They could like oh, yeah. fold it out. Like yeah. those mm-hmm. were cool. But if, um, like, I think Pearl Jam had a really cool one with their Vitalogy album stuff. You yeah. could get yeah. some cool ones, but then you two, I think Octung Baby had one. It flipped <laughs> out, you know, they, but most of it's, them, they would just break. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty bad. And, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's what ruined, I think that, I think that's what ruined CDs was just that kind of stuff. You, they would just be broken all over your car. <laughs> you know, it's like you just have yeah. you know you couldn't find the cover. You'd always just have the the, the thing that, that it snapped into. Like you always kept that, but you never had the top. And it was just like a fucking disaster. CDs were a disaster. It's like you know, and I don't know. And they and then they acted like when they came out that they were unscratchable. They were just like that was everybody acted like oh this is so much better than the album, and it was. It is definitely a, a more durable you know. Uh, I guess item than the, the an album, a vinyl album, but they were freaking. You scratched them all the time, and then yeah. it was like, and you know, and just and just hearing a CD like just skip is like it's brutal. It's like it's literally torture. It's like one of the, <laughs> the probably digital. one of the worst sounds of all time is a is a CD skip. I don't know. Yeah, it's worse than a record skipping. Yeah, a record is it's like and you could do something about like I guess you can clean the CD as well but I don't know it just feels a little less intrusive because it's not this like cuz because it's there's a verbrate or whatever what's the word like verbrate is that, what's the word I'm looking for it starts with the v verbrate verbrate uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, you're the music guys. You're the like, sound guys. <laughs> I never guys. studied music. Like verbrate. Well, what's the freaking? Like, I'm re- almost reverberate or reverberate. Like, <laughs> oh, like, a, reverberate. like a CD is like because of the uh, the the digital. It just yeah. Yeah. it's like it, the the audio is on top of the digital. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a loud. Sounds like sound. a Fat Boy Slim song. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not a terrible band, but uh, <laughs> I can watch that. I can watch that video of. Uh, Christopher, uh, Christopher Walken, Walken oh, dancing, yeah, dancing up the escalator. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, but, but when an album skips on the thing, usually when an album skips, you know, thing, you I clean it with the stuff and it's fine. But um, yeah. Anyway, always check your albums, guys. That's that's yeah. something that happens. I've, I've, I, go, I go digging with people and I'll see them just buy the albums and not look at the uh, actual album, pull it out and everything. It's not a new one. Mm-hmm. Dude, you got to check for the scratches. Got to check. Especially <laughs> when you're buying from the dollar bin. Is that what you buy yours? Yeah, record. Well, I don't really buy CDs much anymore, but yeah. with records, I always check. I always check. When you find sometimes some, there's find good some stuff. Jumps. Once in a while, yeah. there's good stuff. We talked last week about it. Uh, you just got to get one in a nice neighborhood, a Goodwill or Salvation okay. Army, <laughs> yeah. in a nice yeah. neighborhood. Um, yeah, you can get good stuff. Oh, and I, you know, and I'm a big fan of the uh, the weight thing. The center weight, yeah. like that helps a lot of albums because sometimes the only reason it's skipping is because it's warped. And so mm-hmm. it just, it's hitting the thing and it's like skipping in one spot. But if you weight it down, then it kind of plays better or whatever. A lot of tips here, guys, here on vinyl, uh, Dustin's vinyl. Yeah. Um, Tune you got in any for more tips? tips. You got any tips? Hit us. Hit us with questions today. We're doing a, a rare live show. Right. So if you have any questions <laughs> yeah. about like where do you get good records, uh, what's your uh, favorite acoustic album, anything like that, let us know. We, we appreciate it. Did you uh, did you get anything this week, Anthony? Would you been at the old record store? I did. I, uh, this this should be cool. Should be. Uh, but, so uh, <clears throat> Adam, sorry, Adam's I, heard of it. Right. Yeah, he's heard of it. I uh, I was back at the uh, at the place in Echo Park. Okay, that, uh, that's fancy over there. You're living that fancy life in, it, in Los oh, yeah. Angeles. Yeah. So uh, I was there looking at the in the in the dollar section. Dollar section. Okay. And 
You I just grabbed huh? my album. Found your album? <laughs> I tried to give it to them. They wouldn't take it. <laughs> they said, we don't have a 50 cent bin. <laughs> so, so I grabbed, I had to, I have this record in, uh, in New York, but I don't okay. have it here. And I grabbed this, uh, Elvis nice. Costello's oh, yeah. nice. model. Uh, is that the and, attractions or is that this? Which one's that? Um, I think this is the attractions. Okay, cool. Well, it just says Elvis Costello, but I think this is before. Um, what was it? The Imposters. Yes, I think this is before. This is the second album. So, uh, and it has some writing on it, which is not un- uncommon for uh, discount records. And then I took it home, and I was like, "What does that say?" I'm not sure exactly what it says. It looks like it says, "No more." tickets and praise no more riches and praise maybe and then i look underneath it and i was like wait a minute is this signed does that say elvis costello so i so i (laughs) i googled his signature and he writes his name a couple different ways but i did find one online that looks uh pretty similar to that wow that's awesome it could very well be a fake i didn't mean to do the little jump thing (laughs) did your penis did your penis hit the symbol (laughs) yeah i I got real excited (laughs) uh you know it could be fake but it also could be a a real uh autograph from albus costello wow very cool dude just i try to sell it anyway yeah, <laughs> the record's in in good shape. Yeah. Not it plays yeah. plays all the way through. Not too not, right. not really That's scratched a, up. What a find! You get all the good yeah. finds. We're, I may have to go over there with you. Yeah, let's I'm go a, next time. I'm spending way too much money on albums. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, that uh, was the that was the big one. So I yeah. got a couple others, but that was the big one. Yeah, but well, you found the um, Rocky Horror over there too, right? Yeah, where you found yeah. It? yeah, yeah. And then what's the name of that record store? Do you know? I forget like what it's called. The stores, but I know. To... I'll, next time, it's it's a record shop and uh, coffee shop. <laughs> record and coffee shop. Nice. I like that. Uh, I went to a bar one time somewhere on the road, and it was like all vinyl, and uh, a lot of those were scratched because you know people, the bartender, have a couple of shots and then try oh, to put yeah. a vinyl record on. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to skip, trying to skip songs. Just anyway, funny, funny. <laughs> How about you, Adam? Did you, did you get anything this week? No, I uh, final attic. No, you know what? I, I've been wanting to get to. Uh, there's there's a uh, there's a store by me. It's inside a uh, an old train station, and they have a lot of dollar bin uh, deals and mm. a lot of, a lot of actually really good used records for five for five dollars. And um, I've been wanting to get there. I just haven't haven't didn't get a chance this week. Cool. I think there's a uh, vinyl, that thing I tried to cover last time, which would be way better if Anthony and I tried to cover it. Um, the vinyl uh, convention thing is it usually comes oh, yeah. about in the summer in uh, LA. But uh, yeah, I was with Steve Marshall and I don't know, it didn't feel right. I kind of, you know, I need one of you guys in order to really pull that <laughs> <Right>. off. <laughs> I was all weird. I had no hat. I was like, hey, I'll do that. It was just, the whole thing was a disaster, but there was some cool <laughs> records. I think I ended up getting some ZZ Top and Bob Marley nice. and whatever. Cool. Uh, I didn't have random buys. but have random pools um, since uh, I'm actually covering a Johnny Cash uh, record today. So I figured I would pull some Johnny Cash. Um, I have a lot of weird Johnny Cash ones. Um, my, um, my, my girl's grandfather left a bunch of Johnny Cash records and stuff. And so I have some of that. This, I think, was one of them. Johnny Cash... Mean as hell, ballads from the true West. Uh, he did a lot of these kind of like Western albums that were just pretty much, you know, about just, you know, fighting at the old corral and, you know, and just drinking whiskey and getting, you know, hookers and, you know, all that stuff that they did back in the West. <laughs> <laughs> so they're great, you know, but he's dressed up like, you know, he has the cowboy outfit on with the derby and everything. And he did a couple of Western movies. I, I have to, I have to figure out what the names of those are, but he did some Western movies. He's uh, his, Johnny Cash's acting is is probably some of the most awkward, amazing things you'll ever see. I mean, Elvis could kind of pull off a scene because he's handsome and charming and kind of like a Brad Pitt type. Yeah, but Johnny was not, and Johnny Johnny every every scene was just 
intense, but at the same time, maybe he didn't need to be so intense. You know what I mean? Like he played one where he was like a, he was like a priest and like everybody was just afraid to go in the confessional booth. You know, he was just so intense, <laughs> but it's like, you know, so, but as a cowboy fits, you know what I mean? As a Western dude. So he did a lot of Westerns, like, I don't know him and him and actually Willie Nelson did a bunch. And um, it's just funny. If you get a chance, check out Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash Westerns and you'll come up with some great stuff. Anyway, this is one of these albums that um, listened to a few times. I, I forget the songs on here. Mean as Hell is really good. Uh, Streets of Laredo, which is a famous uh, country song. If you saw Rocket Man, that was a big part of that uh, meeting between Bernie and Elton where they, um, I don't know, they bonded on that song. But uh Anthony, you haven't seen the movie, so I you don't know what it. the hell I'm talking about. I don't know what it is. Right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's another Johnny Cash album, and these are my favorites. Um, when I was a kid, um, yeah, yeah, I guess Anthony probably, you were a little kid, but they had uh, these Time Life records and Time Life video things that would come out and CDs and all that stuff. And um, this is one of those uh, Johnny Cash Time Life records records i probably got this for a buck somewhere nice. and uh it's got all the hits you know uh, i think this is which which number is this let's see because i know they put them in order uh this might just be the country music and then johnny cash was one of them so that's probably what it is and uh yeah that's what it says right here it says country music and then they pretty much cover a bunch of people dolly parton and you know jim reeves and charlie pride and all that. anyway this is johnny cash let's go walk the line Wilson Prison, uh, Ring of Fire, all the good stuff on oh, it. Nice. Sunday Morning, Coming Down, mm -hmm. Boy Named Sue, all the classics. So, oh, yeah. yeah, this is a good one. So, I, I have a lot of the Johnny Cash Greatest Hits stuff. But, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, that's that. I'll just go into the Johnny Cash album. Um, and, uh, you know, it's huge Johnny Cash fan. Um, it's so hard not to tell that Johnny Cash joke, Anthony. But <laughs> <laughs> I hope for Johnny Cash impersonator. Um, because uh, <laughs> so, it is on theme. But uh, but I do love Johnny Cash. Uh, I feel Johnny Cash is uh, somebody we can't talk about enough. Probably one of the coolest um, people ever to kind of enter music and and basically changed genres of you know experiment experimented a lot with country music and kind of made it a little more kind of mainstream for the rest of the country uh added kind of a rock and roll kind of a punk rock kind of dark vibe to uh to country um so yeah i mean there's like i'm wearing the shirt today you got waylon uh, willie merle hank and johnny which is pretty much the mount rushmore of nice music and uh yeah and anthony has a dog named merle and yeah. so <laughs> johnny cash was uh kind of one of these badass dudes that like you couldn't really hold down you couldn't really tell him what you know box to be in and he did a lot of experimental stuff um, a lot of stuff that, you know, probably a lot of artists would be afraid to do, especially during that time. This is, you know, is a little more popular doing things like this now. But uh, at the time, uh, performing live at a prison was probably not the most acceptable thing. I remember, I think with this particular album, he, you know, this is uh, Johnny Cash at San Quentin. And the year of this is, uh, I believe it's 69, 1969. And so nice. there's a lot of like... Um, you know, tension between, you know, the country and a lot of crazy shit going on. And so to be inside a prison, probably not the best thing when you're kind of a famous person. But uh, this album is great um, from top to bottom. Uh, what's so great about this album is the songs are great. Yeah, whatever. But the best part about this album is, and first of all, I know we're supposed to do a Some of this is plugged in, but it's still kind of stripped down. So that's yeah. kind of why I like this album. And Johnny's always on, on acoustic. And uh, actually it has some... It has Carl Perkins, who's probably one of the best guitarists in, ever. And uh... If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Know him from, uh, he wrote Blue Suede Shoes and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so, okay. Um, they actually stuff. recorded, uh, they played Blue Suede during this show, um, but they didn't put it on the album. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so this is uh, recorded live. 
June Carter's there. Uh, this, uh, I believe the Statlin brothers are there. Somebody, um, uh, not Statlin, but who was there? Uh, our Everly brothers, some brothers are there. <laughs> uh, the, the Statler brothers. Statler brothers. Okay, the Statler brothers are there. And so, yeah, this is a very, very cool album. But, w- but what I was trying to say was the best part of this album, the music's great, but is Johnny just kind of mm-hmm. being like, fuck you, prison. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He's like, the f- he's so funny in this. And like, and he wrote a song about San Quentin, which, you know, as a comic, you know, it's like, you know, write about the town when you get there, you know? And so <laughs> Johnny like writes a song about the prison when he gets there. And there's a really funny moment in there where it's, you know, it's a song called San Quentin. And he tells the, uh, one of the guards go, Hey, could you get my, uh, my, uh, my, my journal, my red notebook. It's, it's, it's in my bag with the dope. I mean, uh, it's in the, you know, <laughs> like, like he just keeps kind of making jokes and stuff. And so Johnny throughout this whole thing, is uh, it's very uplifting and, you know, kind of like these guys are in a bad spot and Johnny kind of knows what it's like to kind of, you know, to connect with these guys. And, you know, and he has a funny story about like he got arrested for like picking flowers in like (laughs) Mississippi or something. And it's like he's picking a daisy and a thing. Next thing you know, it's $36 and a night in jail. And he's like, what if I'd picked an apple? You know, like he's just, (laughs) he's hilarious. He's got timing and everything. (laughs) So so this album uh, is, is unbelievable. Um, This is, and it's not even the first out the only album that he recorded in prison. He Folsom prison blues, which is a famous one. And then also, also that Mississippi prison that he uh, got you know, got in trouble over there, mm-hmm. but um, this is this is great. It's got uh, such great music on it. Um, you know, uh, let's see what I don't know if I have my I don't have the song listings. On. I can't believe I don't own this album. You know, you ever like you pick an album and then you're like, oh, I should get this album. And then you know, and then I was like uh, Adam's album. I was like, oh, this is a great album. I'll buy it. And then I went to like buy it, and it's like seven hundred dollars. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I will that album. <laughs> <laughs> But this has uh, Ring of Fire, Folsom Prison on it. Uh, the be- probably one of the best um, uh, cover, uh, not cover, but the best versions of Boy Named Sue. And this song was album of the year, got a Grammy. And uh, song of the year was A Boy Named Sue. And uh, that's one of the, I think one of the top songs, like far as just like folk and country and uh, humorous songs mm-hmm. that have, has ever existed. It's uh, there's so much going on in the song. It's like, it's just, it's funny. It's like, it, it's storytelling. And uh, the whole thing is just so much fun. I, it's one of my favorite uh, Johnny Cash uh, songs of all time. And uh, so, yeah, this is a great album. It's live. It's in prison. He's making references. It's got all the hits and stuff. Uh, June does a song with him as well. And um, yeah, this is great. It uh, It's definitely, I could see why I won album of the year. One album of the year for just album of the year, not just country. So it's like mm-hmm. a big deal. Wow. And that's the thing with with Johnny. It was like he was such a crossover artist. And I feel like this is this is one of those albums that really proved that. And obviously, um, I don't think anybody um, was ever able to do what Johnny did towards the end of his career, you know, where it's like some of that work is just masterpiece work through Rick Rubin and stuff. And so I think people try, you know, it's like they get sick and they try the David Bowie album and, you know, people try to do stuff and, you know. Glenn Campbell did some some stuff and you know, but it's like, but Johnny's later work is amazing. And this yeah. is just, you know, this is kind of the reason that he's such a badass. And so John Johnny Cash uh, at San Quentin uh was my pick today. It's kind of the acoustic unplugged version. And uh so yeah. So Anthony, uh, what did you think about this old Johnny Cash album? I liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh I wasn't sure why he did the song San Quentin twice in a row. I think he's but, just working it out. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Seriously, I think he's just working it out for the album. And then yeah. they just record, they just like put them both on there. Yeah. So, but I like when he was, he's like dealing with hecklers, you know, yeah. he's like trying to tell yeah. a story before the song. And, and he's like, what would you say? Sorry, I didn't hear you. I was uh, talking. Yeah, I love that. We're all going to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was great. It's like he yeah. has, he definitely has moments in between yeah. songs where he feels uh, sort of like, uh, you know, it's almost stand up comedy. He's just an all around entertainer, showman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yet, I, I yet, uh, yet sedated, though, not over the top, really. Like a very yeah. kind of yeah. low key, you know. Yeah, in his own kind of way, which, which, you know, that's, that's kind of what I, what I try to do Yeah, is be, you know, control a room like that, but without having to 
use too much uh, energy or, or, or whatever. But I, I thought it was great. The song with June was was nice. Their, their voices sound nice together. Um, it was cool. The, they mixed the crowd a little loud, but I guess that's I guess that's what you want. I think they were pretty loud, man. I think they yeah. were. I think they were. I think they were just like this is something that had never been done before. I think they yeah. were fucking bananas, <laughs> and I think it was like a thousand of them. So it was like they were bananas. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think they really were like, oh my god, this is because nobody. Nobody did anything close to this. Now right. it's like you got <laughs> comics doing shows, you got people, but nobody was doing that back then. So I, I think it's, I mean, yeah, maybe they're loud, but I think they were pretty crazy for it. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I think he's definitely, you know, has those chops of being able to handle it. And that's the thing. I mean, talk about, ha- talk about a rough crowd. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> out of all the crowds, you know, it's like, yeah, most people that we mess with, you know, aren't there to kill us, but you know, some of these guys are in for murder and they're just, you know, into them. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. And, uh, as I, I just really enjoy it. Um, uh, what about you, Adam? Uh, you know, I mean, outside of, um, I think a greatest hits album. I don't really own any Johnny Cash. And so this was the first time I heard at San Quentin. And uh, this is definitely one I want to go and get on vinyl. I mean, yeah. this is pure outlaw country right here. Yeah, so good. Um, and and like you guys said, I mean, Johnny Cash just oozes cool on this. Yes. And like you said before, he's a badass on here. Yeah. And, um, um, and yeah, I mean, really, it's, you know, besides music, it's that banter that makes this album. And, um, and just his entire command of that, of that audience. Um, but uh yeah i mean uh you know starkville city jail was a great song the one about him getting arrested picking the uh dandelions um uh yeah boy named sue is just tremendous on here uh wanted man i walked the line and um what i want to check out is um when i went to go listen to it i saw they have the legacy edition which has i think it's the full i think it's the full show it's about an hour and 40 minutes it has Mm. uh Carl Perkins, uh, Sattler yeah. Brothers, uh, June Carter Cash, the Carter family all on it. So I think they have every single song on there from it. I actually have it. It's on CD. Ah, <laughs> and it skips it's, a lot. I have the book. It's like a right. book. Yeah. I, I dated a girl one time. She worked for Capitol Records. And uh, the running gag with me and Leah is I was on the borderline of breaking up with her and kind of hanging out. Leah and I were just friends and we were kind of hanging out. But I remember... You know, she, I would get free music from this girl. And so I got like four of these Johnny Cash legacy uh, CD books. And uh, I remember Leah said something about Johnny Cash. And so in the middle of dating this girl and getting to know Leah, I gave her one of the CD books from this girl. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and then later on, Leah was like, I don't really like Johnny Cash. I was just into you. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I do have it. It's like a, it's like a four disc set. And then it's like the last disc is the whole, the whole concert. So it's really, really oh, cool. Nice. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, anything like this is cool. It's a really cool live album and it's like a, it's like a glimpse in time and you get to, you know, kind of feel, you feel the energy of what's happening and, you know, and just, and that's the thing is like, you know, that was the thing about Johnny. I think the appeal is that even if you're considered, you know, thrown away, Johnny still wanted to entertain you. You know, he wanted the, he wanted to kind of, you know, the, the people that were just not perfect and, you know, made mistakes and cause he made a lot during his life, you know? So, uh, you know, he's always getting arrested for, you know, painkillers in his guitar case and shit like that. So, so <laughs> lighting national forest on fire, you know, <laughs> I, I think I told you guys that, right? Where he like, he accidentally uh, lit like a, a California national forest on fire. Like he, he did it. Like, you know, it's like he had a cigarette or something and like he like ran out of the forest. And it's like, I mean, it was like a f- crazy fire. And so wow. Johnny burned down half of California once so on a bender. <laughs> People don't talk about that a lot, but yeah. Google it. It's a fun story. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think John, and the thing is with Johnny, I think it's like as dark as he was, you know, it was kind of, it was uplifting in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Cause he was like, even if you're down and dirty and whatever, it's like, you know, you're, you're something to me. It's funny that I actually picked a guy that didn't uh, take his own life. And uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the only one. Yeah. Uh, don't want to joke about suicide. If you have a problem, please seek out people that can help you professionally. But it is kind of interesting that you guys both picked some yeah. uh, some downer dudes. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so this will be fun. So uh, we'll start with you, Adam. 
All right. So um, uh, I picked uh, Chris Cornell's Songbook Live, his acoustic album uh, from 2011. And this was right after um, Soundgarden. I think this was right after the Soundgarden reunion tour. So he basically toured just him and an acoustic guitar. And uh, so the, you know, basically played a lot of his solo stuff. He played stuff, uh, some of his Audio Slave um, songs, some songs from Temple of the Dog, uh, some from uh, Soundgarden. And then uh, he had some covers also. And I actually got to see, uh, I think it was this tour was the one I got to see. I got to see him play at the Belmont in Montclair. And it was just absolutely powerful to see. And really, it should be called kind of like an intimate evening with Chris Cornell, because that was the feel of it. I mean, that's it's just, you know, that's all you have there. It's just his uh, uh, voice and his guitar. And, you know, really, like this album showcases why he's one of the most distinctive voices of the 90s. And um, um, and just how great a loss it is that, um, you know, that he's he's gone now. But, um, you know, this is I mean, it's a this is such a, a powerful album. It, it you know, mixes songs of. Um, you know, there's he plays songs of longing. He has songs of hope. He has songs of defiance on here. Um, and you know, like, um, you know, he kind of also like like a lot of the artists you have on your shirt, Dustin. It would have been great to hear him cover some country, cover some outlaw country, because songs like "As Hope and Promise Fade" just sounds, you know, sounds like a uh, outlaw country song. Um, there's a lot of bluesy stuff on here. Um, he does uh, with, with the covers he does. He does "Thank You" by Zeppelin, and he does "Imagine" uh, John Lennon's "Imagine," which he played in the concert that I saw him at. Um, and um, you know, really, for you know, some of the highlights here: are, um, "Temple of a Dog's Call Me a Dog." Um, you know, you had a uh, "Fell on Black Days" and "Black Hole Sun" on here. Uh, actually, I think there was uh, there might have been two versions of "Black Hole Sun" on here too from yeah, two different shows. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a uh, there's a uh, Ground Zero, which was uh, his song about 9/11, and but also when you listen to him talk about it right before it, you could pretty much apply it to today. And um, uh, the great uh, Audio Slave, I Am the Highway. Um, there's also uh, where is this one here? Um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many so many great songs on this i actually owned this um album and oh, unfortunately sh- vinyl? on vinyl yeah i bought oh, it right wow. when it came out so when you said 700 dollars, that's <laughs> pretty nice <laughs> you have that's, this uh, album i do have it yeah <laughs> yeah it's worth it is it's worth about 800 bucks man it's oh, like, wow it's yeah. hard to, it's hard to get print? yeah pretty much yeah it's hard wow. to get it's just impossible to get there's like two i found one for 200 and you know god knows what shape it's in but it's like from europe god knows if you'll get it and then basically it was just one left at like 700 or whatever wow yeah it's crazy yeah because it's just hard to get everything's out you can get it on cd good job getting that wow yeah i picked that up i think it was uh i think it was right when it came out too and oh, um fantastic yeah, but this was, I mean, this was an incredible tour to to see. And I mean, just, you know, just such a, a huge loss. I mean, him, um, you know, when you think of the distinctive voices of the 90s, really, you know, it's him, Kurt Cobain, Lane St- uh, Stanley. There's, you know, there's not, all those guys are gone. There's, there's, um, yeah. you know, there's, you know, you have Eddie Vedder still, you have Tom York. You don't really have too many of the distinctive so voices. Yeah. Oh yes, Scott wow. Weiland's gone. Scott Weiland's gone too. Yeah, still got Rivers Cuomo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, this is yeah, this is it was such a good album, and it's funny that you said the country thing because when I was listening to it, I was thinking uh, the Chris Stapleton has uh, uh, kind of a Cornell sound. Like his, his, like his country music, like the way he kind of does his kind of outlaw mm-hmm. singing, it, it's very, very much kind of this kind of music, like sound. Yeah. And so it's, I, I got a lot from, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, oh man, he's like, in, he's influenced by this guy a lot, probably more than most of the country guys. So, uh, cause I felt that. And that's what makes somebody like that, uh, such a, you know, that music so cool, that country music, because it's like, it comes from a little bit of this rock angst, but I, I enjoyed his banter on this as well. And it is very yeah. kind of angst ridden and kind of punk rock. And we've kind of not as, you know, like funny as Johnny Cash, but he had some good moments and he's just kind of going off and then kind of, get, you know, feeling it as he's saying it, like the nine 11 song and things, yeah. and, you know, 
just kind of kind of getting into it. And that's what I think is so great about these live albums like this, these intimate uh, live albums, because you do get that cool kind of, you know, perspective off of the artists and how they're feeling about the music they wrote and they're performing. And so it's like, I love those little moments. That's the best part about this. But this album is phenomenal. If I ever get it, I might try to buy it for two, but it's like, it's such a, such a good album. I really enjoyed it. And this is like, you know, and I, I'm still playing back up, you know, cause I missed a lot of the nineties through my cult religious phase. And so <laughs> a, lot, a lot of this music was popular and I had to kind of go backwards, you know? and get into it later in life, you know, cause I had moved on after it was kind of, you know, not, it didn't die out really, but it got, you know, other things were happening in rock, like, you know, Lincoln park and all that stuff. And so it was changing. A lot of the grunge stuff was changing into other things, but, um, so it wasn't, you know, as prominent as it was, you know, during this time, but this guy's voice is phenomenal. His, yeah. uh, his purple rain is the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it'll I haven't just, heard his purple rain. Oh, it'll move you, man. It's so good. Plus but also, uh, yeah. Um, so let's good. also check out, um, uh, I mean, I think you guys already heard it. his version of nothing compares to you. And, uh, yeah. Also his version of patience. Are Maybe both that's what amazing. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Nothing compares oh, to you. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. Nothing compares to you. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chris Stapleton actually did purple rain, but, um, the nothing compares to you is that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That it's so good. Yeah. Such a good, good cover, but yeah, it's like, uh, but yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, and that's the thing It's like with these kind of guys, it's like, <clears throat> You know, it's like, you know, I was listening to, I listened to the Nirvana thing today too. It's just like, I mean, it's you, mm -hmm. you, when you hear it now, you, you see it and you feel it yeah. and you, you know, you, you hear it in the music, you hear it in the lyrics, you hear it in the, the voice, you know, you just the pain, you know, this is that pain. Yeah. It's like pain rock, you know, or you just like, I don't know if that was ever a genre, but <laughs> pain, <laughs> rock, pain rock, I think seriously, that's what it is. That, that yeah. is what it should be called. Pain rock. Because you just you feel it in your bones, oh, yeah. and it's, it's it's like ah, it's like you just you know just want to hug these guys, you know. But uh, but yeah, it was really good. Uh, Anthony, you seem like you're a fan. Yeah, yeah, I I I like it a lot. Um, I I mean, his voice is great. I I knew, I knew that was going to be the case going into it. Yeah, I like that it's a selection of like his entire career. There's some Soundgarden, there's some Audio Slave, there's some solo stuff. Um, I, I really like that he's by himself. I think it's the only album that any of us picked that's acoustic, but also solo. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like that. I think it, it kind of adds to the moodiness. And, you know, so I think my favorite moment is uh i really love the 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 version of uh fell on black days uh that's on here I, i've never heard it performed like that you know i've only just heard the Soundgarden version so it, um i just i, I think it's great I, it, I kind of wish that it was one full show instead yeah. of like having the audience fade out every time the song ended and then come back uh, you know, but, but that's a nitpicky kind of thing. Uh, well, that, that said that that stone temple pilots unplugged was like that it's stuff. Really? That, yeah. Huh. Some of it fades out and you can tell maybe it was an alternate night or something. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff like that with every kind of live album, it kind of bugs me, but I do appreciate, uh, that they don't edit it to sound like a full show. Well, the only way of getting a good album live is bootleg. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> that's yeah. the only way you're going to get it where nobody got involved. Yeah. <laughs> but that always, but that's just a weird thing yeah. that I have when I listen to live albums. It, it just. You want to listen to it like you're actually there. Yeah. And like I don't want to be taken out There's of some the albums moment. like that. There's a lot, quite a few actually where they just kind of, it streams all the way. You know, you just feel like your next song, you're yeah. at the concert. Yeah. I like that too. But it's, it's great. I mean, all these performances are just great. Yeah, I think he's like probably, you know, I mean, I don't like to do top fives, but he's definitely a top rock singer, you know. Oh, yeah. Just, just something about that voice is like, it's just, you know, unmatched. I it think. might be Freddie Mercury and then Chris Cornell. Definitely, definitely in the top for sure. You know, I mean, top 10 or top whatever. But yeah, I think it's, there's definitely, there's some other Roy Orbison. Like there's a lot of contenders, mm -hmm. just people that have amazing voices, but even Elvis had a great voice. But this guy was, you know, definitely 
taking taking you through his pain and kind of making art out of it. I just wish he was wish he was here, man. Yeah. yeah which uh, yeah. So then our next artist, what we'll do is we'll do we'll do <laughs> Anthony's and then we'll do Jeff's videos at the end. Right. So we'll just oh, okay. okay. But just one, right. one more one more thing about Chris Cornell. I just yeah, I just sure. pulled up the uh, I just pulled up the set list from the show that I went to. So he did twenty seven songs. He uh, he covered uh, two Springsteen songs, State Trooper, and he ended with uh, Atlantic City. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> also, uh, he also Anthony. did two other covers. Uh, <laughs> Good. What are the two other covers? Uh, I'll tame Anthony. Don't worry. Go ahead. They're pretty interesting. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm, did you do any melon camp? I'm an Anthony no, Whisper. No. Anyway, go ahead. What do you got? I got, right, so, I got him. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he did Freebird and he did uh, Billy Jean also. Wow. wow. Freebird and Billie Jean. Um, here's the thing, Anthony. A guy like that can make those those Springsteen songs sound amazing. You can't. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah, ever yeah. said, even Anthony, I would slap Anthony if he said Springsteen wasn't a good songwriter. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just, we're just not in, you know, into the Born USA and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, but yeah, he's a great songwriter, dude. That guy's like, I mean, it's, it's up there with Dylan and all those guys. It's just, it's just, you know, I get it. Yeah. I get. I get why and, you, you're not into it. And also, when you I'm when sure. you come to uh, when you come to New Jersey, you almost always have to cover Springsteen. I just saw Nathaniel Rateliff uh, yeah, a respect. month ago. Yeah, and he did Atlantic City yeah. also. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's respect. Yeah, you know, it's like you got it. Like whenever, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I play the Bronx, I do one of Anthony's jokes. You know what I mean? Because he's <laughs> <in> there, <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> and they're like, "Who's this guy?" I'll be red-handed. Why? We don't even. <laughs> no, they know Anthony. They know you made an impact. You made an impact. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. You know. Let's uh. Anthony. Let's. What do you got, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, oh, but before I talk about the album, I, yes. I found the name of the record store. You nobody cares. Now. What is it? No. <laughs> it's called Cosmic Vinyl. Cosmic Echo. Vinyl. If yeah. you're out there uh, in Los Angeles in the Silver Echo, Creek, is that no, what's called? Echo Park. Echo it's Park. on. Um, it's on the uh, Sunset. It's on Sunset. Echo Park. Sunset. Um, yeah. We got to start hitting some record stores and doing some videos. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, check it out. Um, get the live vinyl, guys. Sometimes uh, so, it's, go ahead. What? Oh no! no I was say, sometimes it's easier to you know order online, but it's also it's it, more yeah. rewarding. It's to so actually fun. Go yeah. into a record store and find the records and dig and all that stuff. So all right. I when when I I just get more excited about going to a store and coming home with the thing when I'm like oh you know what I want today I want a record and then I have it yeah. that day. Yeah. It's not like it'll be here and I got the two day shipping so it'll be like, I, yeah, I, I yeah, get yeah. excited to just go out and get something. Yeah, um, and it's the unknown. You don't know what you're coming back with, you know. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. Could be an autographed uh, Elvis Costello record. That's or, hilarious. <laughs> could just be the some guy wrote Elvis Costello's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Well, that's the thing is I was in a record store in Corpus and it was like, it's funny because people, there was like all these Beatle albums and they were like yeah. all the good ones, white album, all the stuff. And, you know, I don't have like, I don't have the white album. I don't have a couple. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I have, I have that one. Um, and I don't have that one, but I have, I probably have like six Beatles albums. Yeah. And the thing was, some guy named Roy wrote in <laughs> freaking uh, Sharpie on the front, like thick, like Roy's music, all, all of them. And I was like, and when you own a Beatles album, it's like, you kind of want it clean, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, I almost bought it because it was like eight bucks for a really good copy of, you know, like these, you know, white album stuff. But it's like, but then it's like, every time I grab it, I'm going to think of Roy, who the <laughs> fuck Roy is. <laughs> so I don't want to think of Roy when I grab one of the greatest albums of all time. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's funny when people write stuff, but it's, it, that's, God damn I mean, it, Roy. That's, that's amazing though. If that's like a real autograph. I know. I love that. I, I don't know if the there's any way story. to. <laughs> and and somebody saw this and they're like, eh, throw it in the dollar bin. Like it's not yeah. even in bad shape. It's well, it looks like it's in up. pen, so it's not very prevalent, yeah. right? Like, you yeah, really it's in pen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was one of those. I just grabbed it. I was like, yeah. my, my first instinct was just to to look and see if it's all scratched up. Sure. So I grabbed it. I was like, oh, it's in good shape. And then I threw it with the rest. You know, I was excited about the. Uh, I had the, the Beatles one here. I got it the same day. Um, the Beatles ones are all beat up, and they're mm -hmm. American versions, so they're missing some songs. Uh, <laughs> 
but uh but i didn't even notice i got home and i was like what does it say because i i just yeah. assumed it was that thing where it's like roy yeah, know, yeah, yeah. my <laughs> record my roommates can't touch this one <laughs> right <laughs> uh, and then i looked at it because you can't even really read it i don't I even know, know what it says but, it's like uh, a little kids thing when you write on your albums like that yeah this is mine yeah. nobody don't take t- it yeah my little brother always scratches up my elvis costello records <laughs> <laughs> like you write your name in your underwear and your elvis costello records <laughs> yeah that's, that's where you write your name uh, all right so uh, my, my album, uh, that I, that I, my, uh, acoustic album that I picked was, uh, Nirvana, uh, unplugged in New York. Um, which to, I think it was the best unplugged mm-hmm. that anybody Easy, else ever did. Yeah. yeah. Alice in Chains is pretty good, but this one is. Alice in Chains is good. Yeah. I yeah. like them. There's two. Um, but so this was uh filmed in uh November 93 I believe just a few months before Kurt Cobain died and um I think even the uh I was reading that the 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 set design that was all kind of suggested by Kurt Cobain having like the candles and the lilies and the uh the chandelier and he was telling one of the producers for MTV and they're like what you mean like a funeral and he's like yep yeah, that's wow. what I want. Make it like a funeral. Um, and I just, I, I just love the whole approach that they took, which is because um, like Pearl Jam did one and a few bands did them where they're playing acoustic guitars, but the drummer's hit, hitting hard and they're just kind of rocking out on the acoustic guitars like it's a regular show. Yeah, Temple was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh i like that nirvana did not take that approach it's like very stripped down versions of the songs it has a different kind of mood um it's like intentional they they're trying to create something different from the from their normal concerts um and so i that was that's one of the main things that i that i love about it and and it's really cool that they didn't do uh some of their big hits like uh they didn't try to do smells like teen spirit acoustic you know they they picked songs that worked acoustic uh not just whatever mtv was hoping they would do um so they do some kind of uh deep cuts they do some covers they like uh they do a vaseline's uh song they do uh they do three songs with the 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 guys from uh the meat puppets and uh they do a david bowie cover uh man who sold the world and uh then they they do uh uh lead belly where did you sleep last night uh, and and i uh, i was reading that they refused to do an encore mm. the audience wanted an encore mtv wanted an encore and uh they just they didn't think they could top the the lead belly uh mm-hmm. cover so uh i think it's cool you know they came in they did what they wanted to do they're the biggest band in the world at that point so they came in they did they did the mtv unplugged their their way and yeah. uh, and i think it's great i was even uh the cool thing i didn't realize until uh i was just kind of reviewing you know re-reviewing this again today i was uh, checking it out on apple music apple music has it as a uh a video album yep. so you can yes. watch you can watch yeah. the whole thing it's that's, the unedited that's how I saw it. yeah yeah so I, I don't know if I've ever really seen the unedited all the way through. So it was kind of cool to see, um, to see it that way. Uh, cause I, I had, I had the CD and, you know, I watched yeah. it on the way that it aired on MTV when it, when it was new. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nirvana is like the reason that I wanted to become a musician. So everything that they did, like this thing, that this unplugged and the, that new year's Eve concert that they, uh, the live and loud, like mm-hmm. that, those were all like, the moments where I was like nine years old going, man, I want to be these guys. Yeah. So, so that, that's, that's, uh, that's my pick. Nirvana unplugged. Yeah. This is, um, you know, it's definitely, I would love to own this one as well. It's, they've yeah. done a, a nice re-release pretty easy to get. It's not like it's $9,000 right. like the Chris Cornell. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna rob. I'm gonna rob Adam's house. The mask on, but I'll have the hat. But I'll have a mask. You know, like a uh, ski mask. But um, yeah, this is you know again just very heart wrenching stuff. And that's interesting about the funeral design. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like it just goes morbid. <laughs> Oh, you cut out again. I don't know yeah. what happened to your mic. Cut out? I don't know why it's cutting out. That's no, back. Yeah. Um, you guys are cutting out too. I don't think we're just all just cutting out. Oh, but, right. Um, yeah, it's, you know, just one of those great albums, you know, that's um, in a great moment in time, you know? Yeah. And, um, oh, oh you know. And, and I was reading this, that they, unlike a lot of Unplugged, they did the whole filming straight through. So they didn't oh, okay. do like, they didn't do take, you know, let's do that one again. And then they have two versions um, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Well, it's cool. The unedited is pretty cool because there's like sound problems and like check, yeah. check, check. And then he's like talking to a guy. So all that stuff is very interesting to me. I always love that kind of extra stuff. And they had some of that stuff on the Johnny Cash album where he's like tuning his guitar and stuff. Oh, was, yeah, I, yeah. I just he was like, all, oh, it's out of tune, yeah. I think. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, it is out of tune. So like all those elements, when they're when you leave those in, I really like that. Like it, it yeah. adds to it. But uh, yeah, this is great. I mean, it's it's rough, man. It's like this band's rough, you know. Knowing now after the you know after he died, which has been I mean a long time, over twenty years, you know. Yeah. And um, it's uh, thirty years. How long has it been? Almost thirty years. Wow. Yeah. That's ninety four. Uh, That's crazy. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's just you know it's funny. I was listening to it in the car, and I was just like, you know, it's like getting a little depressed. I was like, I gotta listen to the monkeys after this. I mean, this is like some fun. of the best songs ever written, but I'm like, I got, I got to get some dancing music or some yeah. Samantha Fox, something. Get me going. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this is too much. But, uh, but yeah, it's great music. It's, it's definitely, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, just it's, it's what, it's what was happening of that generation. What's great about this is like, you know, I felt like it related to like teenagers who were going through all this angst and then it was going through all these Gen Xers that didn't know what the fuck they were going to do with their lives from their late twenties, late twenties and early thirties. And so I feel yeah. like it really hit a lot of people in different ways. Like it impacted generations beyond generations, not just like, you know, the teeny boppers, like it was everybody. And so I think this is, you know, definitely, you know, a band that kind of touched all of us, you know, in a lot of ways. So anyway, Adam, what'd you think? I, I would probably put like, this album as one of the, uh, the most influential albums on me, uh, during high school. And I mean, I, I listened to this, uh, I think it came out my junior year. I, um, I, I would listen to this nonstop. And I mean, this was also the album that kind of introduced me to the meat puppets. I hadn't really heard them before. And I, 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 yeah. I love the covers of their songs on here. Uh, plateau, um, uh, Lake of Fire, Lake of Fire. Yeah. So, so, such uh, fantastic songs also I think this really opened my eyes also to, to David Bowie with the uh, Man Who Sold the World cover on mm -hmm. here because before that I only knew Bowie as um, you know touring with Nine Inch Nails for doing uh, I'm Afraid of Americans and then that just tremendously awful uh, Dancing the Streets with uh, Mick Jagger <laughs> <laughs> love it but, uh, <laughs> the greatest <laughs> but uh but yeah this this was such a powerful album uh and just like you said like listen to it again it is it is uh it brings a lot of memories back it's also you know it's also a downer of an album um yeah. just like just like just like chris cornell's one too i mean there were moments yeah. where well, we i just to go sit back, back, to back with these right. two i was like dude my therapist is out of town i was like right. my god i'm like just crushing st john's wart just trying to stay up right yeah he's fucking killing just sitting me. in the car like uh, oh, i don't think i get out of the car yeah. now <laughs> no, i'm gonna go off a cliff <laughs> but, um, oh, shit. yeah i mean and then also uh i mean all apologies on here is i think this is a better version on here than on uh in utero and you and in, in you wow. uh, in utero i think is their best album too and too. i just i, love I just that one. i love the acoustic version on this one yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a good rendition. It's haunting. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. All right, very cool. Um, do we have time for a few Jeffs, or how are we doing on time? Um, do a few videos of Jeff, I guess. We'll just, um, I guess yeah, we can go backwards. Whatever you got, you want to do um, the the Nirvana one? All right, we were four for four this week, um, 
Every album was great. Every album was great. And let's end with Anthony's because you know what, Anthony? You picked a classic. Um, I loved MTV's Unplugged series. I thought it was great. Um, I thought the two best MTV Unplugged I ever saw was R.E.M. and the album that you picked. Uh, Nirvana, Nirvana MTV uh, Unplugged. I listened to the 25th anniversary edition of this. Um, I always loved this one too. Um, one uh, interesting note, and I don't know if you brought it up on the show, but uh, Pat Smears is on stage and he plays in this. He later becomes a touring musician with, the, uh, with Nirvana. You guys know him from Foo Fighters. Um, but this is great, man. I mean, if you saw it, I remember watching this so many times. Um, the thing that always stands out to me is the iconic um, green sweater that Kurt's wearing during the performance. Uh, it's really cool. And also, when you look back at it now, how young Dave Grohl looks. Um, but Kurt's voice is, is great. I mean, when from the opening song with uh, About a Girl and into uh, Come As You Are, to like Nirvana classics. It just sounds so good and so crisp and so, 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 so raw. So raw, much like the Chris Cornell album. Um, sometimes you think, man, could a cover surpass the original? And on The Man Who Sold the World, this, you know, it, it's a cover of Bowie. And it, this could be better than the original. It's so, so, so good and so... Again, it's such a connection that they have doing this song. Like I, just listening to this, this album is just, just it's such an easy listen because it's it's so good and has such a nice flow to it. Um, you just you just like wish man like he Kurt was only twenty seven years old when he killed himself, and you're like, I, how could they have been this good, this talented at such young of age? Is it's 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 a, it's a crime. Um, I love dumb. They added the cello in that, and it, again, it just plays so beautifully. Uh, Kurt's rasp on Lake of Fire, which might be my favorite song on the album, um, and that bluesy riff, which just sounds so cool. I wish I was there live to to talk to you about this, Anthony, because it's such a good one. All Apologies, which seems to be like the song that always gets a lot of airplay when you watch maybe MTV Classics or listen to classic radio. They'll play that from the live album. But, um, I mean, you, you did no wrong. This is a great album. Uh, this was a no-brainer. Awesome. No-brainer. Wow. I don't like yep. it when Jeff is nice. It's just... <laughs> it's, I don't like it. To make fun I don't of like it at all. <laughs> and he goes on. Yeah, yeah we got to give him a... He goes, it keeps going. I'm like, all right, dude. You got to right. say something something insulting to get the yeah, show going. Yeah, insult me a little bit. Yeah. I, I like that he said uh, that he thinks that the Bowie cover is, is better because yeah. I'm not... I heard this version first because I was yeah. just a kid. Yeah, same here. So, to me... I don't I, I, I don't think I could give a like I, I think it's better too, but I heard that version first. So mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm always going to lean more towards that. So I'm glad that he said that too. I, there's a lot of covers that are better, you know. Um, Trent Reznor pretty much said that Johnny Cash, like that's, oh, yeah. your, that's your yeah. song now. That's his like, song, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's your song. Like that's, yeah. you know, it's, so it's like, and it, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's more powerful, the Johnny Cash version. So it's like, mm -hmm. I think, I think it's okay to say that. I think a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah. a lot of bands Sometimes. like made it who they are because their yeah. cover was so good you know alien like, at a farm right <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh pretty much all of uh joan jett's music oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn those are so good though like eight songs they're like you know all covers that kind of you know got her where she was so yeah i think it's okay to do that i don't think it's a disrespect to the artist is all I'm saying. yeah yeah but all right, so we'll just end there. I think we, you know, we'll just, uh, yeah, we didn't have time to do all the all mm -hmm. the videos, and uh, we didn't even cover Jeff's album. That's what <laughs> right. you get for not showing up. <laughs> Second week in a row. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, get you some, you know, stripped down music. Everybody, get the acoustic versions of, yeah. of you know, music when you can, because it's uh, it's great to listen to it when you have both. What are you What are you playing? You doing something acoustic for us? What are you doing, Anthony? Oh, I was just gonna play the little uh -oh. little riff again but <laughs> they're gonna break it break into sunday morning or something it's like going <laughs> <some acoustic version. laughs>
Barbara Streisand. I don't know what you're doing over there. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, and watching. Check out our YouTube page. We need the followers. We love you. And uh, support record stores across the country. Uh, it's great to, to listen to vinyl and meet the record store owners. And those people are always great people. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's like very, you know, it's like when you're into music, it's like the best. That's why I always go to record stores. I'm on the road because you're going to meet interesting people in there. So, uh, so yeah, thank you everybody. And, uh, yeah, place out Anthony. What do you got? Wow. I like it. I like it. That whammy. Like the acoustic version. It's more depressing. Just like the theme of the <laughs> <Yes>. show. Right. <laughs> Bye. Yay.